Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Do as I say, not as I do. Well, not me, them, not us, they. It's like uh, the Democratic governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. She told you to stay home if you live in Michigan. She told you not to go out if you live in Michigan. She said to you, oh, yeah, the, the COVID's bad. I don't know if that's what she sounds like. And then she went to the inauguration of Joe Biden. Uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know what made her think that was all right. But she did it. She said to you, don't you go anywhere. And then she went. It's the mayor of Austin, Steve Adler, saying don't go anywhere while he was on vacation in Mexico. It was the mayor of Denver. Is it Michael Hancock? Saying, don't you travel for Thanksgiving. And then he got on a plane to visit his family in Mississippi. It was the mayor of San Jose saying, don't you go anywhere. And I'm pretty sure he was going out to dinner. Or was it the mayor of San Francisco who then went to French Laundry the day after Gavin Newsom was there, that exclusive restaurant in California. But Gretchen Whitmer went to the inauguration. She's a... And tweeted a photo from there. When she's next to two other women, I don't know who, who they are. Uh, luckily, they're all wearing masks, don't you know? And that's what's important. These people live in an alt- alternate world where they know we see them, but there's, they're convinced there's nothing we can do about it because politically, well, I guess abortion matters more. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. When I say that, what I'm saying is, is that it's very obvious that the Democratic Party only has a couple of issues that they actually vote on. Only a couple things that matter, and abortion is one of those three things that matter, which means that a candidate could actually take a whiz on you, and you'd be like, oh, you're okay with abortion, check. It's true. Nothing else that matters. Now, I guess you could argue that a pro-life person only votes for people who are pro-life. And, oh, whatever else you do, check. But I don't know if it's as true with the whatever else you like. Maybe what we need are not necessarily more parties, but what we need are more candidates to be able to take in all the flavors of the kinds of things we, the voter, are looking for. But not everybody in Michigan is a Democrat. There are Republicans in Michigan, and they're being told they can't open their business, they're being told they have to stay home, and they're being threatened with fines, and they're being threatened with this, that, and the other. And there's Gretchen Whitmer showing you how elitist she is. She knows you see her, and she does not give a you-know-what. She doesn't care. There comes a moment where the caring happens. In California, it's happening. In California, there is a serious push to recall Gavin Newsom.
a serious push. Gavin Newsom is not doing a briefing today. Vaccine rollout in California is miserable. He no longer discusses whether the stay-at-home order is working. There is a backlog of at least a million unemployment claims. California is failing aggressively. And in California, finally, they're saying, yeah, we should stop this madness, and maybe that guy is it. Gavin Newsom may have ended his political career. Now, unfortunately, if he runs for president, someone will still say, oh, but he, he, he cares about a woman's right to choose. He killed Californians and ruined the state. But abortion, thumbs will go up and that'll be that. Maybe we now have a moment where some people will say, okay, these things won't work. For example, the National Guard. We've been discussing how the National Guard was brought in solely for theater. 25,000 troops for the inauguration. Nonsense. And we all know it. And then they were sleeping on the floor of the Capitol. Nonsense. And we all know it. You could have set up sleeping bags. You could have set up mats. You could have set up cots. You didn't. That's, a, that's an absolute failure of leadership. Somebody wanted the photo op. And then yesterday, 5,000 of them are sleeping in a, in a uh, parking garage. They got kicked out. Today, they're trying to fix it. Oh, no, that's not what happened. No, no, no. No one would do such a thing. I've got governors saying we're bringing our, we're bringing our guys back. Governor DeSantis of Florida. Governor Abbott of Texas. I've got Chuck Schumer saying this is not okay. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I've got Representative Ocasio-Cortez saying, I do not know what's going on here, but our office is a little messy because we're moving offices, but it's open and we've got snacks, so feel free to come and stay here. Only proving that it's her policies that are childlike. She could be a lovely person. Everything about what it is we have witnessed from the National Guard and how they have treated, are treated is wrong. Everything. And maybe some people are noticing. And they're noticing in California. What I can hope is that they're going to notice in Michigan. I hope that they're going to notice and then do something about it and recognize that they don't have to be this way. They don't have to live this way. People recognized that they were flat out being lied to by CNN, by Speaker Pelosi, and by the Biden administration when they started talking about coronavirus vaccines. And the idea of this big, bold initiative of um, a million people a day being vaccinated for 100 days, 100 million people will be vaccinated. And people are noticing that their numbers, their math, their thoughts is nonsense. 
The Trump administration was given 36 million doses when they were in office for 38 days. They administered a total of about 17 million shots. That's about uh, less than 500,000 shots a day. What we are proposing is to double that to about 1 million uh, shots per day. And we, we have uh, outlined this goal and objective in coordination and consultation with our health and medical experts. So it, it is uh, ambitious. It's something that we feel is bold um, and was called that certainly at the time. Uh, and we're- It's a lie because the Trump team was already at a million a day. She took the mathematics of when the Trump team was doing shots and started with the initial rollout. Yeah, initial rollouts always go slower. You're learning as you go and you're figuring some things out. But in the last seven days of the Trump administration, they did approximately 910,000 vaccines a day. Three of those days were a long weekend, and on the last day, they did 1.6 million vaccines. That's the reporting from Tim Carney over at Washington Examiner. So there's nothing to this Biden claim of bold. And did you check out, she said, bold at the time. Well, it ain't bold now, because there's nothing bold about it. It's exactly what the Trump team was doing. Yet, how did this all come into a big conversation? That the Trump team left Joe Biden no plan. Non-existent plan for, for rollout. They were starting from scratch. Starting from scratch. No plan. My goodness. Well, we need to get to the bottom of this. Dr. Fauci, explain it. Given the information we have today, it doesn't appear that the South African strain is here. Okay, and if I could just ask you about the effort to distribute the vaccines, because of course, that's what most people want to know. When are they going to get a vaccine? Is the Biden administration starting from scratch with the vaccine distribution effort, or are you picking up where the Trump administration left off? No, I mean... um, we certainly are not starting from scratch because there is activity going on in the distribution. Oh, we're not starting from scratch. So when Nancy Pelosi said we were starting from scratch or when she said there was no plan, it was a lie. When NBC said repeatedly we were starting from scratch, it was a lie. So your bold, bold plan is the plan, or if you will, the number of doses that the Trump people were already doing, but you wanna change the Trump numbers to make them look worse so you look better by default. And CNN helped lead an entire conversation about no plan for getting coronavirus out. How absolutely thrilled I am to see these conversations breaking through so quickly that those liars, whether they be in the Biden administration or whether they be in the media apparatchik, are getting called out for their failures. That is remarkably important, incredibly valuable. That is a solid, good turning point. And maybe, just maybe, it'll reach Governor Gretchen Whitmer one day.
for the people of Michigan. I certainly hope so. I'm Tony Katz. The article of impeachment will get to the Senate on Monday. Well, what do you know about that? Good thing it's really important. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. The podcast at Rumble, rumble.com. Just search for Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. Everything at TonyKatz.com. Finally going to happen that it's going to get delivered. Be clear on what's happened here. Hate for Trump over anything else. This idea of insurrection, I'm not there in insurrection. People can agree and disagree, and that's fine. We're not talking about a court of law. None of this can be proven in a court of law. It doesn't have to be proven in a court of law. It's proved, you know, you're, 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 you had to prove it to 435. Now you have to prove it to 100 more. That's what you have to do. So it's going, finally. But it wasn't about getting a dangerous man out of office. That's, that's not true. If it was getting a dangerous man out of office, it would have gone directly from the House after passing, and they would have walked it right over. They would have walked it right over to the Senate. But they didn't. So... It's, it's, it's obvious that this is all just gamesmanship. And I, yes, I, I do think that Republicans in the House that voted for uh, impeachment were, were wrong. But they aren't necessarily wrong to be angry. And the correct methodology should have been censure. Censure would have worked. Also, I do agree with the idea that the idea of insurrection fails on the merits but you could have gotten very very far and i think you could have gotten very close to conviction in the senate with dereliction of duty you could have gotten more people to buy into that theory i do not believe that when it gets to the senate you will get the senate to buy in to insurrection that while maybe mitt romney will go for it Possibly Lisa Murkowski. What you need are 17. I don't think you have 17 Republicans. I think that you will give people a chance to speak very clearly on what they think about Trump now that he's not in office and then vote not to impeach. That's how I think it's going to go down. Chuck Schumer discussed it today and um, he had himself a, well, he had himself a, well, If you have kids in the car, I think you'll be all right. Oh, boy. Chuck Schumer said it. All I'm doing is sharing. Yep. Regardless, the purveyors of this unusual argument are trying to delay the inevitable. The fact is the House will deliver the article of impeachment to the Senate. The Senate will conduct a trial of the impeachment of Donald Trump. It will be a full trial. It will be a fair trial. But make no mistake, there will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection against the United States. Oh, my God. There you go, America. Really? That's... That's just, 
That's just gold. That is absolute gold, producer Ari. I just, I, was was any of that need, did anyone need to say anything? Like, what did he say there? Nothing. I don't, nothing needed to be said. That was, that's literally, he described what impeachment was. I already knew that. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure what he said was. There will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection against the United States. Oh, <laughs> I missed that part. You missed that part? I, I, was, I was too focused on him describing what impeachment was. I missed it. Oh my if God. they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection ah! insurrection oh against God. the United States. How did I miss that? Oh, oh, oh my God. No I, one knows how you missed that. Oh, I wasn't even paying attention. That's so bad. Oh, oh that's the glory of it. Oh. <laughs> Incited the erection, insurrection against the United States. Oh no! I I, I just I just want to uh, put forth uh, just so we're, we're all clear. Um, no, uh, I I don't believe Donald uh, John Trump has ever incited any uh, erections. Oh, why are you saying and, that? And, and and Chuck Schumer even less. Oh, that's that's so unnecessary. That oh, I'm the problem. No, you know what? Shut your face. I'm the issue. All of a sudden, Chuck Schumer can't spit out the words, but I'm at fault. You're the worst. Uh, that is gonna haunt Chuck Schumer in a way. Like if I may despise the late night hosts, but if they are not fighting tooth and nail to get Schumer on tonight to explain that, ah. Oh, they are just missing golden opportunities. Golden opportunities, because I am pretty sure it's going to be very hard for him to explain what he said. Oh, screw you. That was a good joke. I don't even care who you are. No, it was good. I am totally down with that. I will. T- I, 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 that was, you know what? We're not friends anymore. That's all there is to it. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Yes, we're still there. The podcast at Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E. You can find me at MeWe, Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. This is Tony Katz today. Hank Aaron. Or maybe you called him Henry. Dead at the age of 86. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Uh, that's a life, man. That is an absolute life right there. Certainly known uh, for the home runs, known for his time with the Braves. I, I, I didn't know the man. I don't know if he wanted to be known for more than that, uh, if you will. Just a, a part of, of American history, a part of baseball history, and... Thought it was uh, most definitely worth recognizing. Over in California, actually, it's not California, it's Illinois. How could you tell the difference? I know, the palm trees. Instacart is firing 
every employee who voted to unionize. And I am getting such a thrill out of uh, this story. So Instacart is one of those services. You don't use those services, do you there, Producer Ari? No, but I know you can't fire people for trying to start a union. Uh, well, uh, maybe you can. Uh, Instacart is one of those places that, you know, they'll they'll uh, they'll fill up your shopping cart for you, and then, okay, there's, there's the food, right? They, they bring you the food, and that's it. So this was uh, 10 unionized workers at a grocery store called Mariano's. And they got laid off and some other employees because the group in Skokie, Illinois, they voted to unionize with the United Food and Commercial Workers Local. And they called it at the time a landmark victory for gig workers, right? This according to The Verge. Uh, Represented, and I'm quoting here, the first time employees of tech companies that rely predominantly on contract labor have formed a union to collectively bargain for better wages, benefits, and working conditions. Unions also prevent those people in the gig economy from being able to do just that, utilize it as a gig. This is what California did. They ended through something called AB5, Assembly Bill 5, they ended the gig economy. So if you were somebody who worked part-time for a caterer as a bartender, yeah, that's over. Because after a certain number of hours in the gig, they have to pay you full-time and the benefits and everything else. And the desire is that they'll get you to join a union. It is an homage to get people to join unions. It's, it's a push. It's, it's a gift to the unions, and it's a push through law to get people to not be able to do what they want to do. You teach guitar lessons in your spare time? Nope, not allowed in California. You are not allowed to make your own choices or to live your own life. You're simply not allowed to do it, which is, of course, criminally insane. It is wrong, and it is evil, and it is less than. We should all be opposed to these kinds of things. We should all be disgusted by these kinds of things. And I only hope that the good people in Skokie there learn that valuable lesson. If you want to work for the supermarket, you can. If you're going to work for, uh, and this is how I know the story, if you're going to work for Instacart, well, then you work for Instacart. And Instacart doesn't do the union thing. What does Instacart really owe you? That's a big question. That's a big, big, bold, serious question that doesn't get asked enough. What in the world do you think they owe you? Why, why in the world does Instacart have to buy in? Can't they just offer the gig that they offer and that's it? That's the alpha and the omega of the thing? Why do they have to offer a gig that satisfies someone else? They pay what they pay. I was at an event. Oh, gosh. This is Reno. Was it Reno? It was Reno, Nevada. This was uh, may- maybe a decade ago. No, it was 2012. It was 2012 or, or just after that. It was, uh, Herman Cain was running for president. And I was at an event. 
maybe it was after he was running for president. I'm in Reno, Nevada, and there are people there very upset with Herman Cain. They're angry with Herman Cain. Ooh, you would not believe the things they had to say about the late Herman Cain. Well, what's the problem with Herman Cain? Well, he didn't create enough good-paying jobs. I'm sorry, he didn't do. He he didn't do what now? He didn't create enough good-paying jobs. But he created jobs over at Godfather's Pizza. He created jobs, right? Well, yeah, but they weren't good-paying jobs. Well, just because you don't think it was a good-paying job doesn't mean it wasn't a good-paying job. Well, no, they weren't good-paying jobs. Wait a second. Is his job to create the kind of job you think is acceptable? Or is his job to build Godfather's Pizza into a success? His job is to provide us with good-paying jobs. That's what I got told. They said it seriously. They said it like they were legitimate people. That the job of Herman Cain, the job of the job creator, was to create jobs for them at rates that they found acceptable that they decided were good. What you wanted, who gave a good holy heck about what you wanted? The only thing that matters is what they want. And you, the job creator, quote unquote, only exist to serve them. So good on Instacart and screw you people. Go work somewhere else that wants the union labor. The gig economy is a worthwhile economy. It actually does help people. It's extremely important. Some people just want a little extra. Why are we getting in their way? Why do we get in their way? What is this idol worship that exists in the world of, of, of unions? I mean, this is the problem. Unions, unfortunately, far too often do more harm than good. And the worst part is that union members often get caught in the crossfire. Some people are union members because they're union members, man, because that's where the job is. You belong to a carpenter's union, you're a union member. What? You're, the, you're, you're my problem? You're my problem. You work for uh, the UAW, United Auto Workers. You may not believe what the leadership is doing, but it's a job and it's a good one for you and you like it and so you're part of the union. Am I supposed to hate on you because you're part of the union? That doesn't make any sense. Am I supposed to think that everybody who joins a union or every union is good? Well, of course not, that's crazy. I think Instacart is right in this in this case. Or really in a, in a larger sense, maybe some things don't have to be unionized. Maybe you should recognize the power of the gig. I'm Fingers Malloy with the Bourbon Minute brought to you by the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. The Kentucky Bourbon Festival announced that the 30th annual festival will take place September 16th through the 19th. According to the NewsEnterprise.com, organizers say the 2021 festival will feature expanded opportunities for bourbon enthusiasts to engage with the most sought-after brands. Held in Bardstown, Kentucky, which is known as the bourbon capital of the world, the festival draws thousands of bourbon lovers each year to celebrate the history of 
distilling America's native spirit during National Bourbon Heritage Month. Activities were suspended last year because of COVID-19 concerns, but virtual events were presented. For more information on the festival, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eatdrinksmoke. This was the Bourbon Minute brought to you by Eat Drink Smoke. It's your cigar bourbon foodie radio extravaganza. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast platform. Eat, drink, smoke. So producer Ari sent me an article, and I'm having a little trouble understanding what in the world happened in the stock market. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. This has to do with a company called GameStop. And I have been paying attention to GameStop. And please do not take stock advice from me ever, ever, ever. It's because GameStop has been having this conversation about closing stores, right? And the kids like it. You know, they they, they, they like the selection. And they think the people there are knowledgeable. And so so we've gone. and But they're closing stores. And we've, we've made sure that if we had a, a gift certificate, we, 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 uh, we spent it because we thought they were closing the stores. Well, the next thing you know, the stock is going up. And I noticed it's going up. I said, okay, that's just weird, right? Full disclosure, not an investor in any way in GameStop at all. I, I, I would never lie to you about the thing. Um, and then it's still going up. I'm like, wait, for a store that's closing, especially when you consider more and more things are done via digital download, right? It kind of makes sense that you don't necessarily need the store. Why is it going up? Well, over the last couple of days, it's gone back crap crazy. Like, ridiculous. If I'm staring at it, and it's the ticker symbol GME for game, right? It's without the A. So if I look at it six months ago, six months ago, it was $4.11. If I look at it one month ago, it was $19.42. If I look at it just a week, 10 days ago, 10 days ago, it was $19.94. Even that doesn't make any sense to me, right? Someone's got to explain to me. Next thing you know, it takes a jump up to the 30s. What is this thing, Bitcoin? It's just taking this crazy jump, like huge, huge, creating these cliffs. And then it's at 38, all right, this is ridiculous. Comes back, well, nope, 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 it's back in the high 30s, back in the high 30s. And then over the course of like these last, since the inauguration, the thing's up to like near $60, 59 something. What? No, no, across 60, sorry. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And you send me a story I can't make heads nor tails of, Producer Ari. There are people on Reddit who were trying to, to run up the stock price? Yeah. it's So have you ever played the game Operation where you have to try to uh, pluck the, 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 the thing out of the out of the, the character? And if you touch the side. The bone or the, yes. or the, yeah, the organ out of the this character. This is exactly what that is, where people are intentionally propping this up and all it takes is one little and then bang it all explodes do not touch this stock for the life of you do not listen to producer ari when it comes to stock advice i say that for legal reasons that's that's fair just this is this is because they literally halted the trading of this because it's so volatile because they know this is not this is an artificial 
Bonk. But how do they do it, right? It's one thing to talk something up. I've seen that before. That you know that whole idea of pumping stocks and things like that. It's why I'm always clear about don't take stock advice from me. I'll tell you if if I'm talking about something. I'll tell you if I own it. You gotta have full disclosure on those things. I would feel awful if I didn't uh, share. I will always say it or always correct. Always. Haven't you seen Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd? Uh, have I ever seen Trading Places? No, I'm a communist. Okay. Of course I've seen this it. Is, this is that at the end when they, when they, you know, they prop up the price. This is exactly what's happening right now. This is frozen concentrate orange juice? Is that what it was? I don't remember what it was. Yes, the same thing. You don't remember what it was. Uh, you are. That you movie are, you... came out before I was born. Where's Beaks? Clarence Beaks. I I am I am freaked out by this. I told you it's fine. Just ignore it. So so basically, I shouldn't have bought in. You did. I got buy in it. at the high. No, you did not. Oh Stop yeah, it. you're such oh, a yeah. liar. I, I, also, I, I bought into this really sweet stock called CompuServe. Yeah, I bought Enron today. Do you think? Oh, I think look that's you. Be Who's thinking ahead? You are. What is old is new again. It'll come back. That's right. Uh, Florida requires proof of residency to get the coronavirus vaccine. Anybody can vote, but you got to be a Florida resident in order to get vaccinated. What I find interesting is that living in Indiana, as we do, I know people who say they have people who live in Florida who are coming back here to get vaccinated because the system here is better. But the system in Florida isn't bad. It's, it seems to be working. But the state says that 41,000 of the 1.1 million people vaccinated don't live in the state. Now, does that mean they were actually snowbirds? And they're like, hey, I'm just going to get a vaccine. It could, that could have something to do with it, seasonal residence. If you live there for more than 31 consecutive days each year, you can show certain levels of information and still get uh, the shots. So if you utility order, a utility bill, a deed, or a mortgage, an adult seasonal resident can uh, show those things or mail that comes to an address uh, in, in, in Florida, uh, you, you can still, you know, you can still get a vaccine. 